Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Sarah McCord, I am president and COO of Breakfast with Champions and a communication strategist. I usually get on and talk about 
communications and content strategy. But I have to tell you that when I saw the subject of today's room, which full disclosure, I helped create what no one tells you about taking a leap, I decided I wanted to step outside communication strategy today. And I really want to hone in on this idea of what no one tells you about taking a leap. So fun fact about me, you might not know, I actually went to Episcopal school for seven years from sixth through 12th grade, middle school and upper school. And we had a weekly chapel every Wednesday. Uh, it's actually incredible because I grew up outside the Washington DC area. And so our opening ceremonies would be at the Washington National Cathedral. I, so was my graduation. It was absolutely beautiful. But uh, every Wednesday we would come together all seven grades, the middle school and the upper school. And um, if it wasn't our reverend who was giving the homily, it would be someone in the community. And the first week of every year, it was always our assistant headmaster, John Holden. So John Holden gave the homily, the speech to the entire um, school community every single year because he gave the exact same talk the first week of the school year, every single year. And it was called the Fresh Start Speech. We actually, because we were teenagers, we would make fun of it. We would be rolling our eyes. We'd be like, oh my gosh, today is the Fresh Start Speech. We could all quote it by the time we graduated. Actually, I saw in the alumni magazine a few years back when he retired, they printed the fresh start speech in the alumni magazine, because when you think about St. Andrews, when you think about the start of the school year, when you think about John Holden, you would think about the fresh start speech. So what is the fresh start speech? The fresh start speech was a talk that he would give at the beginning of every year where he encouraged every single student in the room to allow for the fact that their peers, even their best friend might have changed over the summer. Last year, your best friend was on the soccer team with you. This year, they might want to go out for volleyball. Last year, your best friend loved this band. This year, they're into a totally different kind of music. Last year, this was your best friend. This year, they might want to hang out with a new friend group, right? So he gave us a speech every year encouraging us to allow our friends to have a fresh start. Why did he do that? Because it sucks letting people in your life have a fresh start, especially when you're a kid, but also when you're an adult, it's super confusing, right? Like we wanna think that we're all really generous people who wanna lift everyone else up and let them grow. But in all reality, if your best friend was on the soccer team with you last year and now they're on the volleyball team, that sucks. Like they're not gonna sit next to you on the bus to the games. If coach puts you through some incredible drills at practice, you're not gonna be able to be you know, running next to each other, complaining about them. You're not going to chat about them on the phone after practice. You're not going to have bagels together after second period on game day. It's going to change your friendship if they make the decision that they want a fresh start, right? And we can look at that not just when you're a kid and, and your friend chooses a different sports team, but really throughout life, it's so hard to just give people a fresh start. And when I was thinking about this, what no one tells you about taking a leap, no one tells you that John Holden is not going to gather every single human in your life into a clubhouse room <laughs> or into a proverbial room and tell them that they should let you have a fresh start, right? 
Like I'm actually thinking about how powerful that would be if John Holden could gather together every single human who I come into contact with and say, Hey guys, you know, it's the end. Uh, it's the end of the year. It's about to be a new year. Let's give Sarah a fresh start. I know things look a little different. We know she discovered this app called clubhouse. She has AirPods in her ears in the morning. Her friend groups look different. Her, you know, who she, who's on her speed dial looks different. Who she spends time with looks different. Her worldview looks different. You know, it's so interesting whenever people say you've changed and they throw that at you like a weapon. I just want to tell you that if you're in breakfast with champions every single morning and you haven't changed over the course of this year, you're doing it wrong, <laughs> right? Everyone needs a fresh start. And I think that's what's so empowering and so impactful about this season when we usually reflect and we look forward and we think about what we want to do fresh in the new year. You know, another thing that no one tells you about taking a leap, and I was thinking very visually about this topic, I was thinking about almost like that stock photo in my mind where there are two cliffs and the person is jumping from one to the next. Flash your mics if you know what I'm talking about that picture where you have like the two cliffs and the person who's suspended in midair between the two, right? So when you look at that picture, you have the person who's suspended in midair between the two, the whole ground is beneath them, and they're the only person in the picture, right? Because what's out of the frame are the communities of people on either side of the cliff. The people who are you know, miles ahead of them with their arms outstretched, welcoming them to that new cliff, to that new situation, to that fresh start. You can't really see them in the picture. And you also can't see the people behind them on the old cliff. They're like, wait, you've changed. Why are you taking a leap? Stay over here. Um, you know, I really, when I thought about this segment this morning, what no one tells you about taking a leap. I thought about how courageous the person leaping is to step into the fresh start, to experiment, to try, to wanna grow. And I thought about simultaneously how courageous the people around them have to be to let them do that, to let them take that leap, to let them have a fresh start, to understand that it might change their relationship that it might change their day-to-day. -day. Someone else's fresh start might impact you, but how can you grow in supporting them in taking that leap? How can you grow in supporting them in taking that fresh start? So, you know, as many of you know, when I do my segments, I generally like to open kind of with a reflection and then I love to pass the mic around because it's breakfast with champions. Everyone has a seat at the table. So before I keep going, I want to look around the stage for some mic flashes and see if you'd like to share either a time when you took a leap or a fresh start or a time when you remember someone completely supporting you and trying something new. So I actually have that moment in the app where everyone's, I see Dora Maria and Susie to kick us off. Hello. I, when you went back to school, it just reminded me, I was, I was that one kid that every time my parents moved, it impacted my, my school because I was always in that year where you shouldn't be moving your child out of school. So in the middle of seventh grade, after I was in elementary school for a good spell of years, my parents moved and I'm in a new school with new friends and literally half a year left before I'm in eighth grade. And I went in there petrified. So when you said that, I was mm -hmm. like, wow, like, I think 
some of us are thrust upon that, like to do it afraid, do it, build it on the way down. And then when I remember when I started high school, I ran into all of my friends from all of the schools I went to, which was pretty funny. And so it was just like, oh, everyone had their own crew. And we just always like still made space for each other. So it was interesting that you brought that up because it reminded me of, you know, we go through life and we have friends for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. And I have friends that I have been friends with, very few, that I've been friends with since kindergarten and that we're still friends to the day of today. And it didn't take Facebook to get us back together. Like we've been in touch the entire time. Um, so yeah, so that really hit home for me. Like, wow, like as long as you leave space for people, that whole fresh start thing happens like almost on auto drive. So that's my share, thanks. Yeah, Dora Maria, I think you hit the nail on the head that actually allowing your friends, your family, your relationships to have that fresh start is what solidifies your relationship. As you just said, it's actually the person who tries to hold you back, who doesn't understand, who gets frustrated. That's what strains the relationship. But when they let you grow and evolve, I think especially if they don't understand it, especially if it's a surprise, if they're just like, you know what? I love this person. I trust this person. I'm going to give them a fresh start. It's just so like solidifying in the relationship. I don't know if I use that verb correctly. Susie Miller, you are such a gift when it comes to relationships. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you for this segment. I've been sitting here just soaking it in your wisdom and the insight even of um, your headmaster, uh, because that re repetition every year, it can be light. Uh, clearly for you was life altering. And I want to comment on the fact that every new move you make to the next level, you will have people in your life that look at you and say, you've changed. And they'll say it in that tone of voice. It won't be, you've changed. You know, that's amazing. Um, and there's an immediate um, uh, fear that comes up in us. Our hearts start to race because our amygdala gets triggered. And, and we feel like we have to explain ourselves. And I'm remembering a time when I decided to move into a, a new sales position. And I was, I was really working to change the trajectory of my business. And um, <clears throat> I was less available to people who were used to me having more free time. And I got this, you've changed. You're not, you know, you're not doing lunch. And it was this very negative uh, comment. And I remember a mentor said to me, if they're not willing to allow you to grow beyond the box they have you in, they're not your people. The ones that love you, like you just said, Sarah, it doesn't matter. They'll come with you. And it really stuck with me because I realized I didn't have to keep them happy anymore. And so I began to say when someone said, you've changed, I would go, yeah, I have. And it just shut the conversation down because I was excited about the changes I was making. I was, I mean, Clubhouse is a great example. I'm excited about the time I spend on my phone in this app now versus scrolling or playing Candy Crush or whatever. The, and people will be like, you're, you know, you're, on, you're, you're always on that Clubhouse thing. And my response is, yeah, it's been amazing. And so I want to both share that story for my own personal share to say, hey, I get it. I've been there many times, but also to give the audience and everyone who's listening the, the tool with which to handle those negative moments where people are uncomfortable with your change. They're uncomfortable because you are highlighting something that they either wish they were doing or they're aware they're going to lose. Hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five 
five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. There's a part of you, like she was talking about, no more bagels after second period. Well, that's both a loss and a gain, and we have to be willing to live in that ambivalence. And so it's really okay for you when someone says that to go, yeah, I have. And you can do something as simple as want to come with, or yeah, um, I have, I am less available. My life has taken on a new, a new direction and not apologize or scribble or explain. And so I love this idea of fresh start as we come into the new year, because if we are growing, there are going to be people who will not go with us. It's just the way, way, it, way it goes. And as, as Dora um, Maria said, that, or Donna Maria said, it's Dora Maria, I always say it wrong. It's that season reason life. If they're a seasonal friend, it's okay to say, it's been great. And I love you, and I'm going to love you from this new direction I'm taking. So, Sarah, I just love this topic, and thank you for letting me be part of the conversation. Absolutely. Thank you so much for adding that in, Susie. And I love the idea as well that I think the people who come down you come down on you the hardest, it's oftentimes reflective of something that's going on with them. And you can't let that hold you back. So I know for me, for example, people are really drawn to my life optically to you know what my career looks like to what my family looks like to what my hobbies look like and so sometimes when they make a shift I'll see people who are varying degrees of closeness be really frustrated because I broke a picture that they had in their head of what they liked about what my life looked like to them that is the most ridiculous reason to um, stay the course because someone else likes a picture that they've drawn of you based on what they assume, right? You have to go with kind of what you're guided by internally, not that external understanding, which, you know, can sometimes be so incongruent. So I want to, I know some more mics were flashing. I'm having my whole app flash again. I see Mary Lynn. I see Monica and I hear someone. NGI. Okay, let's go for it. Okay. The app is a little glitchy. That happens for me too. So I'm glad I'm not the only one. So this is Mary Lynn. And, you know, I've been going through this season of change. And when Susie said season, it kind of resonates with what I was going to say is I picture it like a tree. And I was a tree in St. Petersburg for 48 years. I mean, my son went to the same school I went to and had some of the same teachers. We went to a little private school, you know. The parents all knew each other. The kids all knew each other. It was crazy. I call it same Pete because it was all the same people. So when I moved to Tampa, I just pictured me being a tree, shedding those leaves, and my leaves are going to come back in stronger and thicker. And I also like to say, you know, if you met me yesterday, let me reintroduce myself. I'm Mary Lynn because we are growing every day. So thank you for letting me share, Sarah. I love that. Reintroduce yourself every single day. That is so powerful. And I actually completely forgot. Oh, Monica, Monica, you're next. I'm NGI. Champions, I love this topic. Sarah, it's so powerful. Number one, kudos to your headmaster. Amazing, amazing lessons to impart into kids. And it's a beautiful reminder of the second agreement. 
we're all, um, not we're all, but many of us are familiar with the four agreements. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. And so when someone in, in your world is choosing to change, grow and evolve, and, and they may leave you behind for a season or forever, it's a really wonderful opportunity to practice the second agreement of understanding and giving them room and space for their own growth, first of all. But secondly, when we change, very often it's unfamiliar to the people who are closest to us. They've never seen us in this light or through this lens before. And so anything unfamiliar, automatically the brain deems as dangerous or potentially dangerous. And so of course they might have a reaction that is um, coming from a place of fear or uncertainty, right? That's another opportunity for us to not take that personally and to give them the grace to be uncomfortable and yet assure them of whatever it is that we need to assure them of. Thirdly and finally, very often our change is a mirror for others. Oh, we just lost Monica. Our change is a mirror for others and it shows them what they are not doing and that also makes them uncomfortable. So anyway, giving grace, I think is the key. Thank you so much for letting me share. Absolutely. I love all of those points and it's true. It is. I love um, and as I said, it also it kind of ties back to Susie's point as well, that are they um, kind of processing your change or are they reflecting maybe um, a change or a lack of change in themselves? GI, good morning. Good morning, champions. Good morning, Sarah. Love this topic. Uh, I believe that, uh, you know, oftentimes we resist change because we think it's going to affect negatively the people that surround us when many times it can impact positively and sometimes that is seen much later. I love to use the example that my grandmother only went to the third grade and she told my mother, every army man has a woman everywhere they go. So don't let him go anywhere you can go. So literally, by the time I went to college, I had been to 17 different schools. My mom believed in follow her man, literally. But as a result, I love change. Each time I change schools, I, and this is before the internet, way before, you know, so you wrote letters or you charge, you called long distance, but I embrace change because it's in my DNA. That's all I know, learning um, new things, new cultures, getting to know new people. And I think as a result, as an adult, both my brother and I uh, are very innovative. We're, we're, we're always transformative, right? And it has brought resilience, it has brought growth, it has brought the ability to adapt. And the other thing is that every environment we go into brings a new version, um, you know, our definition of ourselves. And so, you know, I'll just leave with the, kind of leave the stage with this, that I think yeah, in a, in a sentence, it has um, caused me not to let anybody or anything define me or confine me, right? And I leave that for me and God. Thank you. This is GI God Inspired to help women veterans have a greater impact in life and business. Blessing. Thank you so much, GI. I love that um, define or confine. My sister Niku, go for it. Thank you, Sarah. I just wanted to echo what GI said. A testament of her 
her upbringing and her lifestyle growing up constantly moving, it taught her, of course, the resilience, but the ability to adapt. And I think when we're taking a leap, a lot of people have that fear of stepping out of their comfort zone, changing the routine, doing something different. And there's actually a statistic that over 85% of the population here in the United States specifically has never lived further than 50 miles from the place that they were born. Think about that for a second. 50 mile radius from the place that they were born, they've never stepped outside of that bubble, that area. So it's allowing yourself to be exposed to challenges, to be exposed to new experiences and taking that into every aspect of our lives the ability to change your routine, the ability to up-level yourself, the ability to allow yourself to grow and change into the best version of you. Just like you said, Sarah, some people will look at it and be like, oh my gosh, her content changed, she changed. No, it's just you learning more about yourself, learning more self-awareness about what you're truly passionate about and finding your voice and your way to express that. So I just wanted to echo what GI said because it really resonated with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so grateful that you tapped in and shared that as well. And here's something I'm not surprised, as I actually said earlier, that on the Breakfast with Champions stage, we have so many people who who resonate with this, who've experienced with this, who are um, have aspired and continue to aspire to level up. And again, it's a process where you um are seeking people who are going to be supportive of that and you hemorrhage, for lack of a better word, the people who aren't. And it is a common experience in life. We all experience that because at some point you realize that the only way to continue growing is to kind of almost like let go anything that's tethering you down. And and so it's a common experience with people who are constantly evolving and growing and changing. Um, with that said, I think we have time for a few more mic flashes. I am looking around the stage. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Megan. Hey, How Megan. are you? I, I'm good. And this is like everyone is saying, I'm going to might lose you because I'm driving into the country. But uh, as everyone has been saying, Sarah, what a great topic, especially for this time of year. But as GI <gasps> said, um, my dad, one of his... Um, mantras was over the horizon so i was brought up to always look out there over the horizon and um, when i uh, founded my second skincare line in 97 um, i named it novita because it means it's italian word it means new birth new life always something new and I, that became my tagline uh, meaning novita new birth new life always something new that's my promise. So people always looked uh, or expected, I guess, uh, that something new was coming and would uh, not not run away from it, but expect it and uh, revel in it. I'm talking about now the spa and products and the like. So, uh, but in my spirit, in my DNA, that's how I roll. And I so admire Janice and uh, Monica for um, this journey that they're on because it truly is a journey and from that journey you'll discover some amazing things that you have no expectation and when Nico said about the percentage I think you said 80% has not lived past 50 miles I was thinking about myself at 37 it's like getting in a wagon train and moving west from New York you know 
And so I'm always looking, and that is one of, I feel, one of my greatest gifts is that I have that sense of over the horizon, you know, as my uh, little ebook says, never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. So thank you so much, Sarah, for having this space. It's beautiful. Be blessed. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I love that um, note to end on. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.